Um, I'm scared a little. I I don't want to say you should be, but you should be. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. This is... The fact that you're taking a fortifying... What the fuck is that? Hi, I'm Ray. And I'm Veronica. And welcome to the Chicklet Book Club Podcast. Where we read a romance novel and then we talk about it. Today we're talking about Mr. Fixer Upper by Lucy Score. Yay! Hell yeah. Man, we hit we hit it out of the fucking park with these books, man. Dude, we are having an excellent book month. We are. We are. Now watch the next one fucking be the worst. That will that would suck. I doubt it, though. I also I doubt, doubt it, because we're talking about, like, two really good writers. Um, also, where have these fucking books been? I don't know. These these two are fucking brilliant books. I don't Especially understand. This book. Like, how? How? I mean... I, I don't know. How, how did these two not get as much play as they should? I don't know. I mean, and I know, like, Mr. Fixer Upper is a few years old now. Um, it was published in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um... How I forget when Book Boyfriend was published. Um, hang on, hang on. Hold uh, up. <laughs> oh, hey. also 2017. Weird. Um, Pandemic, I guess. Yeah. Every, look, time is a flat circle. Okay. I mm-hmm. I don't know. Everything's hard. All right. So and not in yep. like a fun, sexy way. So no. um, at any rate, these books are a little older. I. I do remember hearing more about Book Boyfriend not too long ago, like to the point where I thought that it was a newer series. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if she was just promoting it more um, or if like Could be. Pe- people started reading it more and it was popping up in the algorithms more often. I'm not sure. But um, maybe she recovered them. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Totally possible. Although I love that fucking cover. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's excellent. I actually like the recover of this one better. Yeah. Um, This exact photo um, is used on a book from T.C. Matson that I read. So it it bothers me when that happens because the first I've seen it many times, but like the first book that I see with that couple or that person on it is Mm -hmm. forever that character to me right and i can't undo it so to me this is not gannon and page this is i fucking forget his name but he's an mma fighter and his girlfriend like that's Uh, who i see when i look at this so anyway um we we're both of these books have been so good that I like I would paperback these in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. Hardcore enjoy. Oh, this book, this book is gonna be on the list. Oh yeah, hardcore. hardcore. Yes, yes. Gannon is. If we had a new shirt, Gannon's getting on it. Oh Let's just God, say that we get a new so shirt, much. Gannon's getting on it. And I want to get on Ganon. Yeah, obviously. Right? Hello. Climb him like a tree. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, you know, just spoilers, you guys, because holy shit, this book is good. Um, yeah. 
Uh, okay. So I suppose we've sort of, we're, we're trying to dive in. We're breaking all of our own rules. Um, right. Shall we? Hey, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> can I, can you go first? Uh, I guess. Okay. Cause I think, uh, I, I'm very excited. Oh, okay. I'm not. So. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, Veronica. Yeah. Tell me something good. Uh, I have not had a good week. I've had pretty, uh, kind of a shit week. Um, I got duck donuts yesterday. I'm sorry? Duck donuts. It's a play. It, it actually originated in North Carolina. I'm a little surprised we don't know about this, but it's a. Oh, duck North Carolina. Yes. Um, so anywho, uh, that's where I first had duck donuts was when we were in the Outer Banks a couple years ago. <clears throat> but uh, I discovered a couple of months ago that there is a Duck Donuts like at Pinecrest, which okay. is like by Harvard, and um, like Orange Village. It's like sort of over uh, there, like yeah, yeah, east yeah. of two seventy one. Um, yeah. yeah, and I was like over there, and I was like, I want some fucking Duck Donuts. So I stopped, nice. and I had I Duck like Donuts. It. Um, I'm not if a big you donut there, person, but it sounds good. They are delicious. Uh, they're like, they're not uh, like Krispy Kreme donuts. They're like more of a cakey donut than that. Nice. Those I, I do enjoy. Yeah, I always I prefer the, a the cake. cake donut. Um, and it's super fresh. Like they make them constantly throughout the day and, and mm-hmm. everything is made to order. So like nothing's just sitting in a case for hours at a time. Um, but you can see everything that they're doing. You can like watch them make your donuts and stuff. Nice. And so there's like a little conveyor belt where like the donuts like it drops the drops out drops the batter and then it like goes down this little conveyor belt and then it like oh, falls cool. into this little bowl bucket thing. Um, and then they if if you go get the maple bacon. That sounds delicious. Maple frosting, crumbles of bacon on top. Real bacon, Yum. not like bacon bits. Legit. It's fucking delicious. You ever had a spud nut? No. They're um, donuts made with potato, do- potato like flour and stuff. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Hmm. All right. They're he- they're heavy. Probably, yeah. Yeah. There's one in Menor. Delicious. Yeah. I have a sweet tooth, and. Uh, I learned on TikTok that that could be um, a matter of trauma. So anyway, um, I, <laughs> because you're always chasing that adrenaline, gotta chase, chase those chase, good chase hormones. Chase that dragon. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get a hit of good hormones from somewhere. All right, um, it's been just a like a fucking opium. week. <laughs> ah. <laughs> find you in a donut den somewhere. Oh, I, I mean. Maybe. Um, okay, so yours is going to be more exciting than mine, regardless. So, Ray. Yeah. Tell me something good. Today. Okay. Um, I met Ween. Uh-huh. And we saw the fucking Barbie movie. Did you fucking really? <gasps> Did you love it? I loved it. Loved it. Oh my it's God. so, it's not a kid's movie, which is funny. It's like, 
Because I think little, okay, it's a kids enough, like, little, little kids are not going to get it. There's so much, it's not even social commentary. Because I've heard that all the conservatives are pissed off and boycotting Oh, yeah, it, I've and, heard that, that yeah, I'm like, whatever. I literally have no clue why. They said that no about the clue. Golden Compass, too. Who the fuck knows? Who knows? Um, I cried. I knew at the beginning, Wayne and I looked at each other because we start. we almost, we were almost there at the very beginning. And then I said, I'm going to bet you I'm crying by the end of this. And when Barbie takes a real breath, I fucking lost it. I was like crying. It's just, it's deep. Um, but has like so many hysterical, like winky elements, like definitely, you know, um, parody. Mattel takes so much like, you know, they they give themselves shit in it, and it's great. <laughs> um, but what I loved about it, it is not in a no. And I know you and I had a conversation about this via text about it. It it is not a. It is sort of kind of a mom and, and daughter, but it's really not. Okay. Um, it's more along the lines of we have made Barbie into this infallible, perfect. Um, for everyone thing Barbie land is perfect it is perfect for women like Ken's are just Ken's like they're all interchangeable which is fantastic however in the real world we are, we're, we're still far behind and ah. so what starts to happen very early on is Barbie she's stereotypical Barbie that's what her name is oh. and her she she immediately is we see in, in the trailer where her she goes her she loses her her, her oh, heel her, and it goes down it. she's on flat foot and what the first thing she says in the first 10 minutes she's like does everybody think of dying <laughs> and like it goes like record stop and so it's that of like we've never had those emotions start to bleed into playing with your dolls like being realistic, what's happening in the real world. And so, yes, Barbies can do whatever the fuck they want in Barbie land. And they're like p- female president and this and that. And there's all kinds of different makes and models of, of Barbie. But we're not doing the same thing in the real world. Gotcha. We've got so far to go. Yeah, yeah, we do. So when she gets into the real world, that's when she starts to like, it is so funny. She's like, people are looking at me um and it's kind of twinged with like it's definitely a tinge of violence here like it's yeah uh she's like i'm feeling like conscious in myself (laughs) it's it's very it's it's good it seems like they made a really good choice with margot robbie there's actually i don't well no i don't so at one point she's she's crying this is where i started started to lose it because she's in the real world she's looking at everything that we would not consider beautiful but to her is beautiful and she says to somebody i am i am so i am ugly i am not beautiful and helen mirren who's doing the narration literally stops and goes to prove this point uh, she's like director's note um to prove this point for casting maybe don't pick margot robbie to be (laughs) (laughs) because she is literally one of the most beautiful people i've ever seen in my entire life she's gorgeous 
she comes on screen and you're like my your heart stops she's so beautiful and she's and she's perfect she's fucking perfect for this role she's just it yeah when as soon as she takes that breath you're like oh my god Rhea Perlman's in it oh god it's amazing the only thing I would say that I didn't care for is like why the fuck was Will Ferrell in it we didn't need him in in this he wasn't funny we didn't fucking um Ryan Gosling is hysterical really he's so so funny he's so funny in it I mean I don't find him attractive but he's very funny although he has some pecs in this movie that I was like I am gonna lose it over those fucking pecs though like but Simo Lu though is fucking hot yeah so and Michael Sarah as Alan oh yes um Ryan Gosling is even less attractive to me as a blonde like that really light blonde hair even less yeah. attractive in my opinion yeah I mean he's just he's so funny at one point I looked over at me and I'm like oh my god it's Jake Paul <laughs> <laughs> but yeah oh my god it's so good so awesome good. yeah well I'm glad Again, you liked it yeah I don't know why the oh and the fucking soundtrack is baller as fuck is it it's so good. It starts with like fucking Lizzo. Lizzo nice. is right off the gate. I'm like, fuck yes. So. Amazing. I was very excited. Very excited. Mm-hmm. Cool. Awesome. So. Um, oh, and okay. One, ti- one tiny thing. It's yeah. not tiny. Um, the women's national team won their match against yes. Vietnam last night. So They did. Very Three exciting. Three to zero, right? Three to zero. All the games, it's really difficult to, they're all overnight for us because they're in New Zealand and Australia. So it's like the game was at 9 p.m. last night and like, you know, games happen between 9 p.m. and like 5 a.m. for us. So that's all right. Like I know when they were in Africa, there was, they had to play at certain points because it was too hot to play during the day. Right. Yeah. And that was winter for them. Yeah, well, it's winter for Australia, too. I mean, like, you can see people in the stands. Like, they have, like, hats and scarves and shit on. I mean, I don't know what the temperature is, but it's technically winter for them. Yeah, wasn't it one of the Olympics? Was it, um, they were, like, the same thing where they were, like, it's too fucking hot to even, like, try to compete during the day. People will die. Yeah. Actually die. Yeah. Fun. Super fun. Mm-hmm. Speaking of political things, do you want to go into the political thing before we talk about sex toys? I really, yeah, let's do that because let's end on a on a high note. Um, we always say that we won't get political on the show, and then kind of last year happened, and we were like, eh. Um, so right. this, uh, what we wanted to do specifically for our Ohio listeners was talk about issue one, and not necessarily in detail, um, mainly just. We're going to have a link in the show description if you would like to read more about what's going on. Um, But the most important thing that we want to get across during this couple of minute segment here is that there is a special election being held on August 8th. Um, It's too late to get an absentee ballot at this point, so like to request one. So if you have not already requested an absentee ballot, you will have to go in person. You can also early vote. Um, Make sure you check your locations before you go um, because you can't go like everywhere to early vote. I think you have to go downtown. Um, Like downtown meaning like to your county's 
polling places, your election, right. your board of elections. Um, it's super odd to have a special election um, three months, two months ahead of the general election. Especially uh, that's, when we, that's we, it purposeful. It was into law saying that we weren't going to have any special elections. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> this is very purposeful. Um, but uh, please, please read up on issue one. Um, yes. And then when you go in that day, specifically read it. Because they have time before the date to change the wording. And if they see how it's going certain way, they will change the wording. They can. Why is that legal? Don't know. I hate it here. Um, so anyway, uh, please read up on issue one. Um, and please vote on August 8th. If Please make a plan to vote. Figure out how you're going to get there and, um, you know, what time of the day you can go and whatnot. Um, if you're able to early vote, please do so. Um, it's, it's just so incredibly important. This, it, it will literally change the constitution of the state of Ohio. Um, if it's, if this matters to you at all, every single living, um, Ohio governor opposes it, every single one of them. So they have spent more money to do this. We just to give you a thing, you know, a little, you know, we had a bill up for reading in, it was actually a decent bill that I'm actually going to give DeWine credit for. Um, it's was about uh, bringing science and, and reading together, like the, the science of reading. And it was a very large bill. It was a lot of money and it didn't get passed, but we've got the money. However, to, to run this a huge fucking election, election that's illegal. Yep. Um, I will give DeWine absolutely no fucking credit because um, he's a fucking hobbit and I hate him. So there's well, that. that could be. But I do the the law the 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 bill that he wanted to sign that he's been pushing is actually very good for it would be good for reading in Ohio because we're extremely far behind on reading. Perfect. I yeah. hate it here. Alrighty. So anywho, please vote on August eighth. Please be informed when you go into your polling station. Um, and like I said, we have a link to like a WKYC, which is a Cleveland um, uh, news station. We have a link if you would like to read more about it from them. So um, that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. Let's talk. Let's please, dear God, before I have an aneurysm from rage, go into our my favorite segment, Toys for Twats. Okay, since we've been tending to go along, we're only going to do two tonight. I'm going to do, first I'm going to give you the, uh, not as, I'll, well, I think I'll just, you know, I will let image speak for itself. Love it. I'm very excited. There you go. This is called. What? the sa- This is called the Sacred Squirter glass dildo pleasure wand let me read you a little bit i'm sorry excuse me but it looks like a barbie shoe shaped like a luscious tentacle (laughs) the sacred spurter 
has assisted thousands of vagina owners and vagina owners in experiencing female ejaculation, aka squirting, with its tongue-like curve, smooth pleasure bumps, and rigid girth. This drool-worthy dildo oh. is highly stimulating for the G-spot. When in- <laughs> When used in a hooking come-hither motion, this dildo is designed to coax and engorge the G-spot, leading to deep vaginal orgasms, scushing and squirting fun. It's affectionately known as the go-to pleasure one for squirting and... for squirting by founder and intimacy coach Rosie Reese, as well as her squirt school community. (laughs) It does. It looks like... It looks like um, a Barbie shoe. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it looks like it looks like the things from Slither. So heard, the little worms from Slither, if they had like, it, it also looks a little box. bit like a shoehorn. If we're being real about it, it it's like a tongue almost. Except <clears throat> for, um, there's a lot of pictures of a tri- of, of it of of a, of girls like abdomen with their underwear on, and it looking like it's going to slither into it. Ew! Can I slither in? <laughs> Can I oh slither in between those legs? I gotta, <laughs> I gotta tell you guys, this is not the marketing material you're hoping it is. No, I mean, uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, so oh my god, there's you, one with all three of them on there. Do you hold it like with there? Okay, on one end, it, it's like an almost circle. Do you hold you, it there, uh, like? Um, let's see. What does this tell me? Is this... No, she's just... I don't think she's showing me how to use it. No, she's just showing. Not how to use it. That's one thing. Is like, There's no demonstration videos. I mean, well, if I wanted to look at porn, like porn, porn, so... Yeah. Um, but you could have, like, a, a model that's oh, like... Oh, here you go. Oh, here did you, you get go. one? Um, I got a, uh, a drawing. Okay. Okay, so I was right. Like, you hold on to that part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Anybody want to try it? <laughs> with the box. <laughs> um, uh, with the box is $79. Just to come loosely in the mail is 68 <laughs> It's made of glass. I want it safely in a box. Yeah, I mean... Uh, you know what you don't want? Glass <laughs> shattered least... in your vagina. <laughs> or just a, a package full of glass that was a possibly once a sacred squirter. Wow. Yep. Just wow. I mean, this Yoni place might be a good place for us to come back to. It might be a nice dwell. Or dwell. Um, a nice well to come back to. Okay. Um, uh, Cause oh yeah, there's some things on here. Cool. I might. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna bookmark this page. All right. So <laughs> I said we're only going to do two. Okay. I don't know if you're ready for this. I'm definitely not ready for this jelly. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think you are. Um, I'm scared a little. I I don't want to say you should be, but you should be. Mm-mm. Um. So, okay. This is... The fact that you're taking a fortifying... Pro- what the fuck is that? <laughs> this is a Dominic's Deluxe penis plug with glands ring. 
This <gasps> is... Okay, we read the description. Okay. Oh, David Attenborough, bring me home. Okay. <gasps> Enlarge your penis in prolonged play sessions with a Dominix deluxe penis plug while its solid glands ri- ring rubs against your frenulum for ex- external pleasure, the tapered plug sits inside the urethra, stimulating the ultra-sensitive nerve endings, often seen as a piece of jewelry as, a- as well as a sex toy. The stainless steel ure- urethral plug has a multitude of benefits that enhance-, enhance masturbation, foreplay, and sex. Slip the ring over the head of your pe- your penis while flaccid, positioning the ball-shaped hinge over your frenulum, and allow the torpedo-shaped plug to gradually <laughs> gradually ease itself into the opening of your penis. Enjoy exceptional stimulation that surrounds the head of your penis and sends waves of tingles oh. up and down your spine, oh. as well as delayed ejaculation and an enlarged head and prolonged pleasure. Oh. <sighs> okay. You ain't gonna put this baby on if you think, if, if you even think horny. Slid in like a snake, perhaps because my milk was beginning to flow. I finally managed to get it over my expanding glands. First time I was one of these, I didn't know what to expect. Mixed reception, then I got it. Started real deep down. You could feel it inside you. Now I can't stop using it. It feels and looks great. Wish it was longer and thicker. My preference now is the ball on top with my foreskin skin stretched over the top. <laughs> um... I can't. Uh, I uh, I have several questions. Uh huh. I. Uh, is there? <laughs> uh huh. Yes. How? But. <laughs> Hang. On. Okay. So if. <laughs> I love this segment. <laughs> okay. Yes. Hang on. All right. So if if that part, which that person wants to be thicker, holy yeah. shit. Um, mm-hmm. There. Okay. So then it like comes out and curves into a harsh U shape to the ball part. How do you know there's enough space there? I, I, I. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Did okay. you see a picture? No. No, just the things that are frequently bought with. Oh, God. Sterile, sterile lubricant. Okay. Okay, fair. Ouch. Literally the table name of it. Ouch! Beginner silicone hollow urethral plug set. <gasps> this is just waiting to get a some sort of infection in your urethra. <laughs> oh, so 
Mm-mm. Um, so that happened. I am going to show Mr. Veronica because I want to see his face. Yeah. If you would like uh, a deluxe penis plug with glands ring, uh, it's only $25. Oh. Yep. Um, don't forget, it's from Love Honey, which they have a lot of good stuff there. Um, uh, don't forget to get your Love Honey Fresh Toy Cleaner for $17. You're going to need to clean this. You're going to need to clean that. And your brain. And And your eyeballs. Don't put cleaner in your eyeballs. Oh! Oh! Bringing it back to don't put this in you. Oh, Um, God. During our first segment, I believe it was our first, maybe it was our second segment, when we talked about an ovipositor. Oh, right. Yes. Mm -hmm. I learned how you get those out. Oh, my God. How? Okay. Okay, so I was talking with someone at work. I love that this they... is just a casual conversation you have with a coworker. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Please continue. <clears throat> yep. And somebody who used to work there knew someone who was a uh, sex therapist. And they said they had one. Okay. So, you know how we were on the episode saying that they're you make them with gelatin. Okay. Right? So they're made with gelatin so that your body temperature, your internal body temperature will melt them. And they just come out. Leak out. I mean, in one orifice, that's okay because that's what it's made to do. The other one, that is a yeast infection waiting to happen. You're not supposed to put foodstuffs up your fucking vagina. They say don't put, like, you know, anything. Like, if you're doing any sort of oral sex, don't put, like, things actually in your vagina because right. it'll grow yeast and right. you'll get an infection. Right. Um, so, yeah, don't. That's how you get those out of them. So, again, I say that's a yeast infection waiting to happen. But that's how they come out. So they just, your body temperature. So so they are one use only? Or do they reform? No, I think you have to, because I think those all those came with molds. So you just get that, like, uh, I forgot what the name of it is, but that gelatin stuff that comes in not not jello but like the gelatin itself i mean if cool. you're so going... then i have to make my own sex toy you make your own eggs i'm not interested in this well no i don't think I, this is not for us <laughs> this is someone with a fix this is someone who wants to take that extra step to monster like alien books they're okay. like not only do I want to have sex with a very large penis that will destroy my insides, but I also like <laughs> to ejaculate eggs inside of me. Gross. I don't want that. I don't want that at all. Yeah. That's where this is going. Or someone who's seen <clears throat> Alien a many too many times. What could make this sexier? Not a chest burster. A vagina burster. Meaning, burst that fucking egg up in my vagina. Yep. Nope. Little too close to a breeding kink, I think, for me. In addition to all the other reasons I'm uncomfortable with this. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, Coolio. Holy shit. Going out with like, a bang. I like that we were like, oh, let's keep this short. We're still at half an hour. <laughs> yep, yep, we still are. Holy oh. shit, though. Cool. Wow. Stay tuned for next week. Uh, we'll have some more horrible, horrible things to taint your eyeballs. Again, if that's your fucking kink, fine. I yes, don't care. We don't whatever. care. It just seems dangerous to me. Like, you're going to get an infection. Like, you shouldn't plug that shit up. Like, it's meant to be out. Yeah, once again, no one here is kink shaming anyone. We do not care what you do in the privacy of your bedroom um, or whatever other room or, you know, whatever. Um, as long as you are being safe. And consensual, okay? Yeah, don't, yeah. As long as you're not doing this shit in the middle of McDonald's, I don't fucking care. Yeah, just, you know, um, don't do anything illegal, uh, and yeah. uh, please be consensual about it. Be safe, yeah. and don't tell us about it, okay? Yeah. All right. Um, we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about this book. So we'll be back. We certainly in two. are. In two. And we're back. We're back, bitches. Super, super stoked to talk about this book. I am. We have hit like the absolute fucking jackpot with our book selections this month. I can't even. I, I literally cannot get over these books. Scoresley has been a fucking Scoresley score. month has been top notch. Like yeah. just. Top shelf, bitches. We have scored the winning shot scored scored the king's ransom bitch whoa full circle love it yes um yeah this especially king king construction wait i'm sorry zoom cut out you're gonna have to tell me that again king construction oh yes well that's why i said like we've come i meant because kingsley oh oh Again, full circle. It's, it's so many, many layers. Fucking layers. Many layers. Layers like a fucking cake, bitch. It's yes. like you're peeling the onion. You're really getting like deeper. And shrekking it up, bitch. Mm-hmm. Shrekking it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, this was a really excellent decision that we made. Um, kind of like accidentally. We were like, well, how, what are we going to do? How are we going to. Um, like, fill the next month of our time. Right. And I don't even really know how we landed on this. But somehow we got here. We were and looking at new books. And then we noticed that um, Score and Kingsley have a new book out together. And then we realized that mm. the two of them have written other books together. Right. And then we were like, what Lucy Score isn't 5,000 pages long? Yes. Yes. I love you, Lucy. I do. I love Lucy. I do indeed. Yep. It's just that I, do, I don't want to read a book that is that long. Not no. right now. I'm just not in the mood no. right now, okay? But I appreciate you. No. Um, yeah, so um, last time we read Book Boyfriend from Claire Kingsley. This time we're reading Mr. Fixer Upper from Lucy Score. And then um, next time we meet, we will be discussing Whiskey Chaser um, from the both of them. And that is like the first book in the Bootleg Springs series. Um, okay. Um, shall I read the book description? Please do. 
Oh my God. Okay. <clears throat> it's a constant battle on set between sexy home renovation reality star Grumpy Gannon and his no nonsense field producer. Paige has zero time for temperamental talent, especially one who acts like being in front of the camera is the last thing he wants. Mr. Sex in a Tool Belt has made it his mission in life to get a rise out of her, but Paige is a master at locking down her temper. They're on the road together working long hours, fixing houses, and changing lives. When cracks in her legendary coolness start to show and sparks fly, Gannon is infatuated and the the cameras are there to capture it. But he's fallen for pretty packages before, and Paige won't be taken seriously if she's caught sleeping with the star of her show. She also can't seem to resist those big, rough hands. Duh. Those smoldery hazel eyes. The dimples. The tool belt. That fiercely protective vibe. Too bad it's all about to fall apart. She never should have trusted him. He never should have let her go. And Gannon. Um, this book is extraordinarily underrated. I feel like it's like it's just yes. not talked about enough. I mean, if you want, if you want a, I mean, they start as a little bit. I, it it doesn't stay in enemies to lovers for very long. You know, they warm up to each other. Um, He's like. In it to win it very quickly. I mean, he. We find out that it's been longer for him. Yeah. As soon as he comes on the scene, like in the book, we know that there's like he's interested. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's obvious. Um, It's very obvious. Um, So how we review things on this podcast is um we do a compliment sandwich i'm sorry i'm looking for something a a line from the um but i will figure it out later um uh we do things like a compliment sandwich so we start with the top one is a pro something we liked about the book um then we move into the meat which is something we might not have liked as much so sometimes that'll be you know a lot there might be a dagwood sandwich might be something just a couple like you know Things that are like, you know, pet peeves or something. And so that might be something like a um, like a grilled cheese. And then we end on a high note with our bottom bun as an, another pro. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to end out happy. Mm-hmm. My dear, yeah. would you like to give me a top bun? I really would. Um, and I don't think I actually high. I don't think I highlighted any quotes to this point. Um, mostly because I was enamored by Gannon. <laughs> like I just yeah. could not. Um, but uh, my my top bun is actually the friendship between Paige and Cat. Now, Cat is Gannon's twin sister. Gannon is like mm-hmm. two minutes older than Cat, and yeah. the poet, like the show that they are filming is i think it's called king's construction right or something uh construction kings construction i think king. something like something that, like yeah. that their last name is king so um gannon and catalina king um are twins and they do home renovations and so like she's quote the designer mostly only because she's the woman and um 
Ganon talks relentlessly about how like Paige is, or I'm sorry, the cat is just as capable as he is in a construction site. It's just that like she's a woman. And so the network was like, we're going to make her a designer. Um, But Cat and Paige are good friends. Like they, there's the scene kind of early on in the book where they go um, and get like street vendor hot dogs and like talk for yes. the 15 minutes that the two of them have you know that they're free um and then later on in the book um she uh things are like i mean it says in the description like things are kind of falling apart and cat calls page and um they have like this kind of it's like a really sweet discussion <laughs> where they're catching up and like, you know, s- telling each other how they're doing and whatnot. And uh, she's basically like, I don't want to talk about your brother. And yeah. she's cat's kind of like, OK, I mean, it would be nice if someone would tell me why he is being like why he's locked himself in his workshop and is like refuse refuse to come out when when our parents were visiting but fine you know um but it's just they have like this very sweet relationship and um i the two of them have a lot in common in that like they are women in reality television women in hollywood in general is like we know that that's difficult um, and that they are often paid less. And so we we really get to see like Paige's struggle with with her career and where she wants it to go reflected in a different way in Cat. Um, and because I immediately started the second book, I know that like that discussion continues and we learn more about that from Cat's perspective. Um but that's a significant topic of discussion between the two of them. And not only just like they're not they're they certainly commiserate about those issues, but both of them are very driven, ambitious people. And so a lot of their discussions are like are really geared toward, OK, now what are we going to do about it? How are we going to try and fix this? What can we do to make this situation better? And I just think it's really sweet. I really loved it. Yeah, I mean, back on the uh, Gannon um, awesome train, uh, there is a <coughs> scene that I absolutely love because you and I were chatting via text about, like, I forgot what you had said about why, for what it was now. But we were talking about, like I said, there's a conversation that comes up where she explains specific, oh, why, why she can't be with him mm-hmm. after certain things had happened. And I said... She explains it really well, and he finally gets it later, like quite towards like pretty much towards the end of the book. They have a very, really interesting conversation where she kind of explains, like kind of lays it all out. Like this is different for a woman. Yeah. How this is for a dude is doesn't like it's not like that in the in, you know, in Hollywood for a female. Right. And the way that she explains it was just so spot on and how like by the end of it, he's like. And so all these like feminist people that I know know because my girlfriend's awesome and like she's you know keyed me into these things that I think are important and I'm glad they're important and like he's part of 
I mean, they get it together. So it's a yeah. romance novel, but guys. It's romance novels, but he's like part of the documentary, not like part of it, but he's helping with mm-hmm. it and and that sort of thing. It's very sweet, and he's just like he's such an asshole, but he's really not. Like he's there's he just doesn't like being on television. He doesn't. Yeah, no, he and doesn't. It's a, it's a means to an end, right? And. uh yeah, I don't know. He's just a great character. Yes. But, I mean, honestly, I, the whole um, feminist angle of this book is just totally spot on. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of that um, uh, that documentary. I know I've talked about it on here uh, that Gina Davis produced. Um, oh, the, and, um, fuck, I, I can't remember think the of the name of it right I, now. I remember you, know what I'm about. you talking about yeah. it, though. I'll look it's, it up while you're um, talking. It's this thing like, um, and this changes everything. Ah, yeah. I think that's what it's called. Um, that's very much the documentary that they're making rem- makes makes me think of that completely. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, and and there, I mean, so much, so many paid pay, dis- you know, disparities. Mm-hmm. There's just how it's handled and how people are, how women are treated. Yep. Um, and so, and yeah, the I ways really, that they are perceived at work, yeah. whether or not that's yes. true, whether or not how people see them like Paige at one point has a discussion with one of the executives I forget who um oh about be- the second season or the, the third season, season yeah because yeah. the director for the first two seasons got another job and so she was like you know what about me and she knows he recommended her yes and the execs are still like, no, we'd like to see you in a field producer role for a couple of more years or whatever. And she's like, why? I mean, just the discussion that they have is she yep. really like Paige kind of she kind of puts him. I don't want to say like puts him in his place, but like she. She really asserts herself, stands up for herself and. um and not in a way that's preachy. Like, cause no. I think that some, they think some authors could take it like completely to like, I think it, to a point where it might turn some readers off. I mean, I'm fine with it, but I know yes, that some totally. readers might be like, this is a little too preachy for me. This is very much like, bitch, this is how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, cat page and the feminism. Um, what is your top bun? So mine is still, is still cat or sorry, still page, but I very much enjoy as much as she is feminist. And as much as she is, she's professional, all that good stuff. She has this sense of calm Mm -hmm. and being able to keep, uh, her emotions in check that I am so jealous of. Yeah. Like they're, um, there is a she has a thing where she's um oh god oh my god we've changed kindle changed some of the icons i'm so confused um okay so this is where it comes out that um they're having an affair and everyone kind of knows they're having an affair it's like or i'm sorry something happens on set and it kind of all comes out at this point. And the the studio's going to do... The execs are going to do something that's fucking awful to her. And um, 
So she gets a call from Eddie, who's one of my favorite characters in the book, too. Oh, yeah. Eddie um, is amazing. Who is, who's their producer. And um, he says, um, oh, okay, they loved it. And the footage of you reaming him out in South Carolina, it was a hit. So they want you mic'd. What? Paige found her voice. They want to include you in the storyline. You butting heads with Gannon played really well. They want you to be kind of a behind the scenes in front of the camera part of the show. What? She was shouting now and didn't give a flying fuck who heard her. It comes with a pay bump. A small one, but you're part talent now. Eddie, there's no way in hell. Oh, hey. Eddie interrupted. Heading out to another meeting. Gotta go. He disconnected. And Paige had to fight the urge to throw her phone into a mud puddle in front of her. She won. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> and shoved the phone into the back pocket of her jeans. She stared down at the muddy water and counted to five. When that didn't work, she counted to 20. Mm-hmm. And she does that a number of times with Gannon. Yes. A number of times. Mm-hmm. Because he says they ha- they do have this, like, there's a couple blowouts. Because he's acting like a fucking prissy bitch at certain points. Mm-hmm. And while his his opinions are valid from a construction as a like, yes. an actual, like, construction person point of view of, like, how things are done. She's like, that's not how it's done on a fucking set. And, like, how I need to tell the story. So suck it up. Take the money and shut your fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's great. They do have a couple like they have a couple intense fights. They do. They um, do. But he never. I. I. And not to my re- recollection, does he ever say anything that's like? You know, we talked about Cat and the person she's with. Like he's saying some things that are below the belt. Yeah. Gannon never does that. He doesn't do that. The only I think I think the worst thing he ever says to her, and I'm not even sure he actually said it to her. She may have overheard it. Um, I think she overheard him saying that she's like a a network kiss ass or something like that. I forget. He pretty much says it to her, but that's not even. I don't think it's even due of. Oh no! Maybe she does overhear it, but I don't think it's. Yeah, it's not during a like a. But he quickly we come to learn. Quickly that. realizes quickly. that he is wrong. Yeah, yeah. We're going into this like he's he's on the train. He's on the love train. Yeah, I love that. I love that he falls first. I he's smitten. Um, they he's also they have a discussion at one point. Um, I think she. It's kind of like a classic you know she's like you don't know me and he's like yeah i do though and then he lists off like a bunch of things about her that are subtle like things that you would Mm -hmm. only know if you spend a lot of time with someone and you observe them um and one of the things that he says in that conversation is like when you're really upset you dig your nails like when you're trying to make yourself calm you dig your nails into your palm yeah and you count there's a point where she's there's a forced love triangle that's not a triangle. Right. And she ends up having, she go, she's going into a situation where she knows she's going to be ma- humiliated. Mm-hmm. And it's happening. Mm-hmm. And she is like willing herself bodily to calm down mm-hmm. because it's, she's going to throw punches. She's going to start throwing she elbows. She gets real close. Yeah. She's going to lay hands on somebody. Mm-hmm. And then... One of my favorite characters comes out. Drake comes out to to help her. Not Dr. Um, Drake Ramore. No, no, no. But his Drake, name is Drake. 
McEnroe. I was like, nice. I love how it's spelled out, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which, I mean, I'm assuming you see some of he him plays in a, Cat's book. a larger part in Cat's book than he does in this one, obviously. Yeah, I would assume yeah. executives are trying to push them together. Um, You'll see, but not really. Like, So he is a co-star on the show that they're filming in, in the next book. Um, okay. Like, it's the two of them starring on the show. But I, I don't really get the impression that that's happening. Okay, so they're just friends. Yeah, they're just friends, although they, they kind of dated in the past. Oh, got it. Got it. They do, I I will say, they do allow, like, there is a discussion that happens at one point where, um, like, the first episode, or this is book two, just for clarification, um, the first episode of the show airs, and uh, Paige is directing, and Paige says, like, one of the most common comments uh, on the promos for the first episode are asking if you and Drake are together or back together or whatever and um cat is basically like i mean she knows how this game goes and so she's basically like it's fine with me if they just want to just don't say anything and it might stoke the fire and you know bring in more interest or whatever just let it go just make sure drake's okay with it you know like she doesn't care doesn't care at all so if lucy score if you're listening please write a book for drake please yeah, I, I kind of Please also want that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure Lucy Please Score listens religiously. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> She's like, oh, the girls have a new podcast. She's like, oh, those crazy ladies. She's one of our Spotify subscribers. I'm sure. I'm sure she is. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she loves us. Um, okay, so let's discuss meat, maybe. If you are, if you're done talking about your top one. I don't want to cut you off. Yeah, I mean, just I, I'm I'm jealous of anybody who's got that calm shit. Yo, yeah, word. Um, she does say like Ganon brings out the fire in her, and that's something that I really enjoyed early in the book too. Is that he was he would say shit to her just to ruffle her feathers. Like he wanted to get her riled up. He wanted to know what actually went on in her head. Yes, as opposed yeah, he to says like that a couple times. Yes. Like this is what this is what honesty is. Yeah, like this is what you don't filter it. And just let it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I did enjoy that. Cannon. Um, I really don't have any meat. You don't have any meat? Okay, I have like two little say, things. Say, say, and then maybe something will pop in. Okay. So this, and this is very much like a personal preference thing. Oh, I might have one. Okay. Very much personal preference thing. I'm just really into first person these days. And I, prior to this, had read like a ton of first person books and then got to this. And I was like, God damn it, it's in third person. And I got over it. Don't worry. But like, I loved this book. They do see like the perspective, though, for each chapter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it's still, quote, dual POV. It's just that like it's written in the third person. Um, the thing that I don't like about that is that I think it, um, it's more difficult to know whose head you're in. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, but again, that's like a general thing for me. Um, go ahead. Do you have anything? If not, I do, I do. But if you have another one, go for it. 
The only other thing, and I texted you about this, I was frustrated with Paige in the middle because like after like the breakup happens, I was frustrated with her because the thing that happens is not Gannon's fault and she knows it's not Gannon's fault. And she's still like she won't even talk to him. And that annoys. But she it, knows if she does, then she's going to go back to him. I I was frustrated by that. I I, I get where she's coming from. I get where she's coming and, from. And but like she also was very happen. much using that as an excuse to stop seeing him. But we see it because at one point, is it Becca? Becca's the roommate says, "You've been blackballed." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's not wrong in her thinking. Like her, the outcome. Yeah. Like okay, so piggybacking on yours is if I had a complaint is this whole it's a miscommunication like fucking trope that I can't stand mm-hmm. where if and she doesn't let him even fucking finish yeah they, she just I mean it's it's heartbreaking because she's kind of like I, you know whatever you're gonna say fucking doesn't matter right and because this is never gonna happen like it's never happening again and um yeah, it's uh, it's it's hard. So like, I can't stand that fucking miscommunication trope because yeah. part of it is Gannon too. Because in that in that sense, Gannon should have been better about like being very truthful about that whole situation. Because we don't find out their actual history until they're in that truck together. Yeah, His and and Megan's right when you know you find out that he had done the dirty with her at some point. Right. But you know what's really interesting? Her, his like story about her kind of reminded me a little bit of Brandon Fraser a little bit, and like the experiences he's had with like Hollywood in general, like the sexual harassment and stuff like that. A little bit, like how he was kind of like used by the system a little bit, and like, yeah, I don't know. He just had tinges of it. It's not just women. Oh yeah, no, men, it's not. Men in Hollywood have had it too. So yeah, I mean, and not that I'm down, like not downplaying women's obviously journey in Hollywood, but I'm just saying, like it's it's rampant to everyone. Yeah, there. Yeah, it is. But yeah, I just can't stand that trope. It's like just let fucking let him talk. Yeah, everyone just you know, it, I it does cr- ratchet tension up, but it's. It's, I don't know, it's frustrating. It was frustrating. Um, And not only, that is something that, I mean, Gannon's a great character who shows growth through the book, but that is something that he even says later on. Like, I have learned that she does not do well with, um, I forget the word he uses, but like ambiguity. Like, she, you need to be specific with her. Um, there's this whole discussion, like, after they're broken up, um, where they, they somehow, I forget the, the details that lead up to it, but they somehow end up in this discussion where, like, oh, actually, I think I highlighted it. Hang on. Um, I don't think this will really be giving anything away. Um, also, this book is almost six years old. True, 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 true. Um, I mean, we will not, we both have a joint bottom bun and we will not go into detail about it because it is a spoiler, but. Right. 
um, there was a line that he says to her oh, after her fucking whore of a mom shows up. Her, at I the, hate um, her mother. Shows up at the at the the site, the um the the yeah. the house, and um, she's she pretty much throws her mother out. Yeah, she does. And she's page watched her mother hail a cab and then disappear around the corner. I'll bring the stuffing because we're talking about Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I'll bring the stuffing. Cannon sounded amused. Ugh, Paige threw her head back to curse the gods. How long have you been standing there? Long enough to realize you should be way more screwed up than yes, you are. Seriously. I love that I line. Love it too. I was love it. Um uh, okay, so this is their relationship discussion. Um before Megan showed up on set that day, I'd been planning on asking you where we stood and if you'd be interested oh, in seeing yes. me in the off season. Yes. He looked incredulous. Did you think we were having some kind of a fling? Uh, yeah. We were in a relationship. What? We were on a break. We, we were in a relationship. <laughs> what? Paige gaped at him. We never talked about it. Why do we have to talk about it for it to be a relationship? That's what relationships are, talking to each other about stuff. We talked all day long, every day, Gannon argued. We worked together all day long, and then at night we did other things, Paige clarified relationship things she snorted are you telling me you've been in a relationship with every woman you've ever had sex with of course not i'm telling you that we were in a relationship he tended your wounds bitch (laughs) well it couldn't have been a very good one if i had no idea about it how could you not know when my dick was in you every night he seemed more incredulous than mad I brought you coffee. I spent nights sleeping with you, not fucking you because I wanted you safe. I let you slobber all over me on planes. Paige blinked. Gannon King had been in a relationship with her, and she'd had no idea. Hashtag napping on Gannon. Napping, naps on Gannon or whatever it was. That was fucking funny. Yeah. I mean, Gannon just... Again, he is Gannon top should have maybe used that. He should have used that GF word maybe a couple times before the big breakup and then she would have known that they were yes, relationship. <laughs> but he's got a scene guys like so i think the incident quote unquote incident mm-hmm. happens about what 30 40 percent in mm-hmm. so yeah. it's not a huge spoiler but like you know Paige does something very fucking heroic yeah and she gets very uh hurt yeah she gets and, injured pretty badly on set yeah on in the set. middle of filming and and he um Easy enough to say loses his goddamn mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he comes to the, to the emergency room. He's like, like an hour and a half fucking, away when this happens. Yes, filming um, like a you know some sort of like a different payroll. part of the show, yeah. like something at a metal shop or whatever. Oh yeah, he's cleaning the bow, uh, the canopy for the bed. Yeah, um, and he like shows up the emergency room. Literally, is going to rip the fucking door off, like to get in. Mm-hmm. And Cat comes in, like, calms him down. Mm-hmm. But, like, he, you know, again, if you didn't know, you didn't know that he was in love with her. Like, come on. Come he on. clearly was. Um, clearly. And we'll discuss the next, that next part that happens when we get to our ratings, I think, because mm-hmm. it is worth a discussion holy shit mother of god um i mean lucy's even like that's that that scene she's like that scene lives rent free in my head (laughs) i mean me too same same girl same 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 girl yep (sighs) 
Um, okay, shall we yep. discuss yep. our bottom. joint bottom bun? Yeah, why don't you introduce it? Oh my god. If you have been listening to this show for any period of time, you probably know that um, we enjoy a grand gesture. A GG, if you will. Yep. Um, yep. This book has... Has one of the biggest, best... Most amazing... amazing grand gesture there's and there's no groveling there's no fucking groveling which i love because there's nothing to grovel about right no he didn't do anything wrong like they had miscommunications it was not a great it was horrible circumstances and uh they both had some like learning and growing to do and so he didn't really have anything to apologize for and the things he felt like he needed to apologize for he did he was like i should have told you about megan i should have told you more about these things and i'm sorry that i didn't and when he starts the gg he's completely honest with her yep he's like i am here to make you fall in love with me Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna do it i'm gonna succeed Mm -hmm. and he oh oh but he gets everybody to like hey um just so i'll let you know I'm going to make her fall in love with me and mm-hmm. you're all going to watch and just, you know, extra points for everybody who could talk, talk me up, talk me up around her. And he wins everybody and over. He wins everybody over because he's fucking Ganon. Yeah. But I love, I mean, we're, we're, we're good. Like 96% before she's like, she's using the L word. Is it? It's pretty for it's pretty close to the end, like it's such a like such a departure from most of our romance novels where it's like we are literally watching the the heroine finally fall in love. Yeah, which is so unusual. Um, it's pretty close to the end. Yeah, I mean, not that to... like it's not it's not a big spoiler. I mean, like it's the fact that like she. It, in like any other book, it would be like ninety seven percent where the hero would be like on right. a horse saying, "I fucking love you." Right, right, right. Um, saving someone from a carriage turned over, like, like right. my counter loved me. <laughs> um, where the fuck is that? Oh, um. Yeah, you're right. Um, she doesn't really realize it until uh, it's like 94%. Yeah. Um, the, realization mean, sw- the realization swift and hot caught Paige unaware. Yeah. And it's, she's already in the GG at that point. Like, Yeah, she just doesn't know it. Like, she's yeah, just... she's pretty like, it's almost like reveal time, like move that bus. Yeah. Sort uh-huh. of like reveal, yes. you know, which is funny because... I, there's so many connections to like uh, I mean this is supposed to be I'm assuming uh, um, uh, extreme home makeover yeah at least something similar to that like yeah except they don't like you know put the people in the poor house afterwards and their houses aren't all re you know taken over by the bank because no one can afford the taxes on them beautiful what um <laughs> but yeah I mean essentially that's like they're going to these people's homes who have you know suffered awful circumstances oh my god um, Malia. oh my fucking god some of them are like sob story i mean truly 
really difficult. Um, that, okay, I guess I have a, if I have another like meet. It's I loved Malia, but she's six, right? Yeah, she's six. She's and not, she's talking like a twelve-year-old. I was like, she's not. I was like, no, there's nowhere. These are big words for a six-year-old. Correct. I loved her, and I loved her mom. Yes. But, but that's not an accurate depiction of a six-year-old. The dialogue was not correct. Nope. Nope. Although, Little V does a fantastic British accent. My God. <laughs> Hello, Governor! She's fucking hysterical. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. like... Me fix your phone, or I will, I will. Oh my God, the kid cracks me up. Every I day. I love it. She's hysterical. She is hysterical. She's excited to see you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we don't want to, like, you'll you'll figure it out. Yeah, as soon as, soon as a proposition is made, you'll be like, oh, Jesus, my heart. Like, yeah, because you'll, you'll, like, you'll, you'll know. Like, you'll know. You'll uh, know what his intentions are here. Um, and then he'll drop hints. Like, he says yeah. things sometimes, like, in... You know, his internal monologue could be like, well, that's the plan, you know, like, um, and you'll see, yeah, he'll see, you'll see like things that he is doing that clue you in on that. Um, The fact that that wasn't part of the episode. Yep. Oh, love it. It, (sighs) this book is so good. So good. That grand gesture, I mean, truthfully, like, maybe the best one I've ever read. I can't think of a better one. No, I started getting verklempt when when we find out what it is. Yeah. He has an offer she can't refuse. I was like, oh. And then, like, when she's there and, like. Sees it for the first time. Sees it, yeah. Like, I was just. Because my thought was. Holy shit, he's doing this. Yes, he is. I guess the other thing, too, is I really enjoyed about this book, uh, on a different note, is that it takes place in New York. A lot of it takes place in New York. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, legit, like, uh, brown stones and stuff in New York. Yeah. And so it's kind of interesting that it's not, like, in the middle of nowhere, sort of, like... Right redoing a home like they would on extreme home makeover like right. um a couple of the houses i think malia's house in particular was in baltimore so baltimore? um is that baltimore yeah i think you're yeah yeah because somebody goes like where was it baltimore or was it boston oh fuck i don't remember somewhere it was i think it was new england it was new england somewhere i feel like they said but i don't maybe i'm confusing is it called baltimore bodymore i don't know because it there's so many murders. Because there's so there's, yeah. There's oh, that's depressing. Bodies washing up all the time. Because they talked about like the weather. I th- I feel it's, like it was in New England. Yeah. So I mean, all that weather up there is kind of the same. I want to see. You know what? I think it's Boston. Um. Although it would be make sense if it was New England, because it would be a north northeastern, because that's what northeastern. That's, um, yeah, that's what happens. Uh, Maine. It was in Maine. Okay. Okay. Maine is. Maine is. You know where those uh, pet cemeteries are. I um, have many coworkers who uh, live in New England, 
And I fucking love listening to them talk. I just really enjoy it. I don't know what it is. Sometimes that is better. <laughs> I also really enjoy the main accent in particular. I, I do. I do. I just I think of Stephen King every fucking time. There's um there's a guy on TikTok who is like a main lobster fisherman. And he's like third gen, fourth gen, like main lobster fisherman. And he always does, um, you know, videos of like what he's catching that day. And um, he they're like he does it for like educational purposes. And mm-hmm. so he'll um, he like will get bring a lobster onto the boat and he'll like show the camera like here are all the eggs you know like one i saw today he had like literally he was like this he injected in someone's vagina circle. what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> circle um <laughs> he um the son of an ovipositor uh, the one he had today he was like this lobster is probably a hundred years old like it's just it's huge and he clearly like lost his claws at one point. I want to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Did he eat it? No, they let him go because he okay. can like who's, populate. Who's go populate. Go, you know, make more lobster it. babies. I want to eat it. He doesn't have any claws. I want to eat it. No, he does have claws. They regrow. Like if you if they lose a oh. leg, they'll regrow it. So um, like one fucking was bigger amazing. than the Nature's other one. Great. Nature's fucking amazing. Um, the no. Here's the th- here are things I've learned from this man's TikTok. Um, we started this discussion because I like his accent. Um, but anyway, he um, <laughs> he always like he'll show the eggs like in the lobster tail because if you turn them over like they're just right there like they're hanging Mm -hmm. out in the tail and um something that they do for any breeders like anyone who is any of them who are still like females who are still breeding um they put a notch in their tail like with i don't know some sort of it it always reminds me of like a a hole puncher like essentially yeah. they're just like taking a notch out of the tail it doesn't hurt them like it's it's just right. to note it so that if someone catches it and she to doesn't like have back. eggs that they throw it back um mm-hmm. and then when they like they get bigger and they grow a new shell like that notch gets smaller and so sometimes he finds somebody like notches them again so that it's more obvious that you know this mm-hmm. is still a breeder anyway i've learned a lot i love his accent anyway I just like to think that Maine is this magical world where all this shit happens, like all this supernatural shit happens because Stephen King has set up. Like there's a fucking pet cemetery. There's a fucking Pennywise dancing clown. There's a mist that comes in and kills everybody. Uh, There's a fog that fucking comes in and kills everybody. Um, Yeah. There's a dog that like fucking is possessed by a demon that kills people. Um, There's a there's a little girl who has um, telekinesis powers and can kill people with her mind. You know, all that kind of shit. Or, sorry, one who could start fires and then one, a, a teenager who can has telekinesis powers and gets pig blood dumped on her. You know, those kind of normal shit that happens every day. Yeah, you know. As one you does. Know. And then someone just gets a lobster po' boy at lunch. Oh, oh God, I want lobster so, so bad. Good. I want some Seriously. lobster fucking mac and cheese. Lobster mac and cheese is a mixture of two of the most amazing things on the planet. Lobster and cheese. A delicious lobster and mac and cheese. Yeah. Snacks and cheese. I am. I want some I'm lobster. I'm so fucking now. hungry. 
I had pizza and and a pe- a little piece of lasagna for dinner. You think that I'd be like fucking not hungry, but I am now. Um, I All made right. this really delicious. Um, it's basically like Parmesan lemon pasta. Um, nice. You make like a sauce. You have to finely grate the Parmesan, um, so like with a rasp delicious. grater, so that it's really, yeah. really small, which is a pain in the ass, but is worth it. Totally worth it. Um, and then you mix that in with lemon juice, lemon zest, um, olive oil, pepper. Then they say to add salt, and I never do because Parmesan cheese is salty as fuck. Um, Egg? No. You okay. make like, you just kind of make that into like a sauce, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, it's thick, but you basically make that into a sauce. And then you put like the hot pasta in it, and that helps like mm-hmm. melt the rest of it. And um, you can add like some pasta water if it's, you know, if you need to like spread it more or whatever. It's so fucking delicious. And I usually like roast some kind of vegetable and then just like mix it all in together. And it's tonight it was broccoli. Had, it's, I think it's called pecorino, but it's the same sort of thing. You get pastina and you, and you mix the uh, parmesan with um, like egg and then you put it in to like hot pasta and you mix it in. Same sort of I think thing. I've, you put yeah, a little I, bit of. I think I've seen so, that. So, I mean, for I think it's like when I was growing up, my grandma would make sort of something the similar. Uh, if she would make, um, I mean, just poor man's meals were like uh, when you come over and you wanted a snack. Of course, she would just make you macaroni because why not? Yeah. Um, but she'd make like either um, elbows or shells, and she'd put butter in it and then put delicious. Parmesan cheese on it. Fucking delicious! It's you amazing. don't need anything else. Um, oh, a little salt and pepper. Your other awesome thing in this book: Gannon and Cat are half Italian, half German, and uh, they go to uh, his noni's house, and she cooks for them. Yeah, biscotti. <sighs> it's funny. Um, she calls them biscotti. He calls them something else. I forgot. Oh, what he I don't remember it. what he called it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm assuming it's the same thing, but. Okay, so yes, would you recommend this? Book? Oh my god, yes! <laughs> if you haven't fucking read it by now, fucking go out and read it right now. Yeah, Anyhow. it's it's getting old. So like it's yeah, come on, it's you know six years old now. So yeah, uh, would this book um, embarrass our moms? Parts of it, yes. Parts of it for sure. Yep, which we will get to. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, so this is the part of the uh, show where we take a break, we come back, and we talk about um, uh, stars and bars, and we talk about podcasting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we do not talk about stars and bars. Not. We talk oh. about eggplants and hearts. We do. <laughs> Anyhow, um, we're going to take a break, and we'll come back and do it, too. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back. We're back, bitches. I thought I was going to get you with the, are you ready? Because it's I, that, porn, that porn sound. <laughs> uh, you did not get me. I didn't. I, I was looking. I, w- I wasn't looking at you all either because I had, I was looking at GarageBand and making sure that it was actually rolling. Oh my goodness! Rolling along, rolling, 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 rolling <laughs> down the river. Perhaps? Stupid fucking. R.I.P. Tina Turner. Oh yeah. Oh, man. Sadness. All right, All right. So welcome back. Um, welcome back. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
to the portion of the show where we discuss ratings, ratings. Um, Party. <laughs> we uh, don't discuss, uh, we don't do stars on the show because, uh, bars. Bars, uh, because we just like having more aspects. Um, stars is very like, uh, very broad. And so yeah. we, we like to break things down into hearts and eggplants. Mm-hmm. Um, eggplants is not meant to be any kind of binary thing. It's just meant to discuss spice level. Uh, some people might choose a chili pepper, and that's fine, too. Um, uh, I can go ahead and say what I usually do that, I guess. the What, what we do is oh. so eggplants are like hotness scale, mm-hmm. um, one to five. And uh, hearts is like, how romantical is this book? Did it burn the cockles of your heart? Fucking omnipraisal. <laughs> Meprazole, whatever. Uh, and once again, one to five. So <laughs> did, it, did it make Larry the Cable Guy do a jet ski through a flaming hoop? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, did your cold, dead heart warm itself? Did it grow three sizes? I mean, something's growing three sizes as I'm looking at the pictures of the guy I chose. So <laughs> Hot. Hot. Hotter, hottest. Yep. Um, all right. Why don't you begin? And shall we start with eggplants? Sure. Okay, so we're starting with eggplants. Um, Oh, that shower scene though, right? Oh my God. Okay, so can we describe the shower scene first? Yeah. A little bit. So the fucking hottest non-sex containing quote-unquote sex scene I've ever read. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially when you consider after everything is done, he's been naked the whole time. Mm -hmm. I think that's the part. So he's, she, okay, where we're at in the story is she's had the incident. She's been injured very badly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's he's tending to her wounds. She's trying to take a shower. She physically cannot because she's been battered at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he just gets comes in. He breaks into her hotel room. Yeah, I don't actually know. I don't know that it's stated like how oh, she because- actually gets... How because does he get of the front, the front desk person, because it's a oh, girl, right? Yes. Yep. And then he like it says the bathroom, the door to the bathroom flew open and bounced off the wall. Jeez, cat. Paige groaned pitifully. What the hell? Annoyed that her friend had ignored her wish for privacy, she was a little relieved that cat would help her out of the tub, because at this point, cat, um, Paige is like, I cannot get out of this tub. She's like, just because trying to wash I'm the in so blood out of her hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't Cat ripping open the shower curtain and glaring at her. It was Ganon. And then he proceeds to get naked. Uh-huh. And get in the shower with her. Yes. Because what she says. Erect. Yes. Well, duh. Um, here, I'll read like the first bits of it. Um, she stood with her hands braced against the tile, water cascading down her bruised and bandaged body. But she was alive. The part of him that had clenched into panic with Mel's announcement finally released. When she didn't attempt to yell at him or shield herself from his gaze, a new worry bloomed. 
She was every color of purple across most of her back, and he cringed at the patches of gauze and tape that looked as though they were holding her together. Steam billowed around his head. I can't wash my hair, she said finally. And so he strips down, and she's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm washing your damn hair. And he gets in the shower and cleans her whole body. Mm-hmm. Nothing sexual going on. Like, I mean, he He's is telling like, himself, this isn't hot. This isn't, this isn't hot. hot. This is not like you are not allowed to touch her in any way that is at all inappropriate. You are just here to wash her body and help her get clean. Then and he like at one the... point does he like apologize to her at one point? Yes, like, because his because it touches her. It touches her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I'm sorry about that." And she's kind of like, "Well, um, expected." Sort of like, "Uh huh." But the part that threw me—I mean, yes—that's all. Is that he then gets her to the bed, like the bed, and realizes mm-hmm. that all of her bandages have to be changed. Yeah. And. She's like, I'll do it. He's like, you physically you can't, can't fucking do it, bitch. And there are and a lot so, of them on her back. Like, she wouldn't yeah. be able to reach him anyway. So then he he replaces a lot of bandages. Then says he pulls on his fucking boxer briefs. So you're like, holy shit, he was doing her, also doing her bandages. I think naked. he may have had a towel wrapped around his waist, but like he wasn't I wearing clothing. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um uh, reach finder and turn off the water. Um <laughs> the way she was eyeing his monster heart on had him yanking a second towel off the metal shelf and putting a terry cloth barrier between. Oh, okay. Them. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but like not I mean, he wasn't wearing pants, like he was wearing a towel. Yeah. And that was it. I mean, this is so goddamn hot. It really is. And then, like, he also, he fucking blows dry her hair. After like, putting mousse in it. He puts mousse in it and, like, blows her hair dry. And, like, the next day, someone gives her a compliment on her hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, like, it's just, it is the well, sweetest fucking thing. Like, he puts mousse in her hair. at one point, like, you think that he's, because she asked, can you French braid? Yeah. And he's like, living with Kat? Yes, of course I can. Absolutely, I can. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so, okay, he <laughs> he takes care of her. Um, and then he replaces all of her bandages and then stays. Like, he gets dressed uh-huh. and then stays yes, the night does. in her bed. Not in a sexual way, just to make sure she's okay. Right. And does that every night for many nights after that. Right. Hot. So hot. And the thing, like, when this happens, the two of them have, like, finally kissed and, like, they've, he's like, I'm fucking you tonight. And then this happens. Yeah. He even jokes. He's like, what you'll do to get out of having sex with me? Yeah, seriously. 
Oh my God. That, that fucking scene. I mean, when they finally do have sex, it's hot too. I mean, oh like, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have sex a couple times and all of it is hot. Yeah, it's all hot. But, like, that shower scene, it's just that... (laughs) Why is this... He's just caring for her. And it's from his point of view. Caring is sexy. Caring is sexy. But it's from his point of view that you are seeing all of this. Um, It's just, like... It's just so sweet. I can't even imagine what is... Like, we get a glimpse of what's going on in his head, but we don't get the full extent. Like, I can only fucking imagine what he's feeling in this moment. That he needs this to Mm -hmm. know that she's still alive. That she is going to be okay. Mm -hmm. So it's not just for her, it's also for him. Yep. On that note, let's talk about hearts. Do we even give numbers? I don't know that we did. Oh, no, we did not. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to say three and a half because it's not like, you know, explicit. It's hot. It's hot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I said three and a half, maybe four, like depending on how I felt that day. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. So uh, hearts. Oh, fucking five. Fucking five. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Fucking fucking grand gesture. Fucking five, dude. Uh, Die. The grand gesture essentially lasts for like twenty five percent of the book. Okay, like it's, it's right. just like so. If you guys are edging, this is like fucking GG edging. This book is. Thank you. I just talk like Yoda. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, oh. so good. Just five. Fucking Ganon. Okay, so now we move on to stunt casting. Okay. Do you have the time to listen to me whine? I um, totally do. I have been for, <laughs> so for a few hours. Telling, no one here has been telling Veronica during the break, I picked a Excuse me, I picked a couple. So how do we want to do this? Uh, you said I'm not going to know who these people are? No. Uh, all right, well, how about I start with the girls? Okay, and then I'll just do mine together. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's great. Um, Now, I technically chose three people. Um, So I'll do my ladies and then... you did cat also. Yeah, I did cat also. So I'll do my ladies and then you go and then I'll do my dude. Okay. Okay. All the ladies in the place. I so fucking love... So guys, Zoom now. You can put pictures into the fucking chat. It's amazing. Oh, right. I forgot we can do that. I don't sing links anymore. Okay. It's awesome. Um, uh, this is who I chose for Cat. It was pretty clear in my mind. Mm-hmm. Very quickly. Um, okay. Yeah, I can see it. Totally see it. Yeah. Uh, I chose She's Blake pretty. Lively. She's yeah. fucking gorgeous. Um, I like her. I just like her. She seems like a nice person. Same. She seems like a very nice person. I really hope that that's true. Um Regardless, she's gorgeous and makes me question my sexuality. I didn't know she had a sister. (laughs) Robin Lively, uh, she was Teen Witch. If anybody, I fucking love Teen Witch, the movie (laughs) Teen Witch. It's amazing. It has the little lady from, the little person from uh, 
poltergeist in it. This house is clean. Uh, Rubenstein. What the hell's her name? I don't yeah, know, whatever. but that sounds fucking terrifying. Um, okay, this person, I'm moving on to I mean, Paige. that's, like, fucking perfect. Blake Lively? Yeah. 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 I thought so. Again, makes me question my sexuality. Um, this is the person I chose for Paige. Um, in the book, it, it specifically says that she has, like, a... Bob. Like, like a bob. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, this person would look great with a bob. Yeah. Um, I think you probably know who she is. Does she look familiar to you? This last photo is the photo that like made me, this is the one that I saw and I was like, that's Kat. It's like, this is the look, or I'm sorry, this is Paige. Like that look on her face where she's like, no nonsense, no bullshit. Um, This is Shanley Caswell and she was in The Conjuring, which is why I thought maybe you would know who she was. Um, Oh, yeah, no, I have not watched those movies because I have a vendetta against them. Oh, okay, cool. Um, she okay. Uh, she oh, she ha- one of the one of the daughters in it, maybe. I don't know. You think I saw it? Um, okay. she, she IMDb up. I thought maybe you knew the fucking. No, I have IMDb up. Oh, well, I do. Hang on, I'll scroll down to it. Um, the most <laughs> like recent. <laughs> uh, hang on. The most recent thing that she's been in that people would know is um, NCIS. I guess she's been on that for a bit. She's she's oh. been in fifteen episodes. So like, I oh, mean. Okay. Um, okay, hang on, let me scroll down. If she's con- one of the she played war- she played Andrea. Andrea, I don't know. I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. In okay. the conjuring. Um Yeah, so like she's been in a bunch of stuff, but nothing like massive, I guess. Um She's in something now called Power Book Three, Raising Canon. Canaan? I don't know. I don't know what the I fuck know, this, this is. Like, this is like a training video for fucking Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, oh, she was on iCarly, apparently. She was on Zoe 101. Um, anyway. I mean, I used to watch iCarly, and I don't know that. Man, it doesn't matter. She wasn't Carly, so. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, okay, I, love, so... I love the brother on it. He, like, the older brother was super cute. Spencer was super cute. He's older than me, so I can say that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so why don't you tell me your page, and then you can tell me your Ganon, and then I will tell you I'll my just... Ganon. Okay, so I'm actually going to flip it, flip the script. I'm going to give you Ganon, and then I'm going to show you, because I picked Ganon first. Okay. And I was like, this gentleman, <laughs> holy fuck, um, is, um, I went all out on the Italian. Nice. Oh fuck yes! Uh, <laughs> and um, God damn, he, uh, his name is Mariano De, Be- De Veo. I think it's De Veo. God, Veo. he's hot. Mariano De Veo. He is an Instagrammer and model. Shocker, Obviously, here's one. This is like this one sold me right here. I was like, wow. All right, we're cook. We're 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 building something. Because he's got a, and then also this one because I remember at one point, uh, Gannon said he had a, a Oxford shirt on. So here you go. Here's him with an Oxford. He is a TikToker, Instagrammer. He also has his own jewelry line now. He's a he's real good looking Italian gentleman. Um, and then I saw him, and I saw his wife. 
And I was like, oh, oh, this is perfect. Because she looks like a very sweet, nice, like, person that, like, just a normal-ass woman. Like, who's... Oh, my God. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. But she looks like somebody who I wouldn't feel, like, overwhelmed with talking to. Like, she feels seems very approachable. Yeah. And they're just really cute together. Oh, my God. Together. Is that the, those like, their kids? I assume yes, so, anyway. Yes. And oh I was God, like... they're adorable. I saw them, and I'm like, this is Paige. This is totally Paige. I can see her with a short haircut. She would look mm-hmm. adorable. Um, her oh name is, God, so uh, cute. shoot, I can't think. It's like, Ele- uh, it might be Eleanor. Uh, I think it's Eleanor Brunetti, I think, is her name. She's so pretty. Yeah. Eleanor. Oh, my God. Brunacetti. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So that's, the, those are my, I was like, I couldn't pick a better couple. Yeah. Legit. Like, I was like, I, when I saw her, I'm like, perfect. That was Done. a good one to stumble upon. Mm-hmm. Love that. All right, give me, give me, give me. I'm excited. Give me, give me, some give, me give me, give me some um, Ganon. All right. So at one point, she talks about how um, Ganon has like, um, like, very short hair, like buzz cut hair. Yes. Um. So this, I ignored that. <laughs> I know. Same. Same. But like this, I saw this photo and I was like, okay, like that. I I could tolerate that. Um, this person's name is Josh Bowman. Um, I'm going to send you a couple more pictures and then I will tell you more about things he's like. been in. Right? Um. I like that one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's oh, kind he of like, like a Disney princess. A prince. Yeah, a little bit. I he mean, could also be he's standing in front of the thing that says Disney. He's standing bit. in front of the thing that says Disney. Um, yeah, um, okay, so Josh Bowman. He also looks a little bit like Will Wheaton. A little bit. bit. He really, yeah, he does. Um, he's done some video game voice work um, for Final Fantasy, but uh, he also was on an episode of Doctor Who. He was on Revenge, um, okay. that show that ran for a few years. Um, yeah. Josh Bowman? B O W M A N. Um, again, same kind of thing, like not like a ton of things that have, you know, gotten a lot of credit. Revenge is probably the biggest thing he's done. Uh-oh. What? Oh, you froze for a second. Oh, okay. Oh, it just told me my internet connection is unstable. That's nice. Um, I'm unstable. So am I. So um, welcome to the club, internet. Um, yeah, so I think Revenge is like the biggest thing that he has been in. Um, he's... Uh, what who's that actress? What the hell is her name? Um, Emily Van Camp, who was in <sighs> what was the movie that I saw that had her in it? Oh, it was um, uh, Sebastian Stan and New Captain America. What the fuck was that? Oh, Cal- Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, because she plays the the do- the niece of Peggy. Yes, right, Peggy's yes. niece. Um, so um, that actress, he's in revenge with her. Yes. Um, he's also, so, um, he is also, my brain just went, right, 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 Oh, he's also in lore. I would give a shout out to fucking lore. So lore started as a podcast. Oh. Lore is a podcast about like kind of urban legends. It's so good. And the guy who wrote it 
is um, he re- narrates it too. And it's a lot of like, it's not, I mean, urban legends, but are they real sort of thing? Like, mm-hmm. like old school urban legends. It's very good. And they actually end up making a television series on it. I think there's only one, se- one season of it, but he is, so Jack Parsons, if I remember correctly, Jack Parsons is a, uh, he was friends with a- Anton Levine. And so he was into the devil worship stuff. So. Oh, excellent. Yeah. That's Great. what he plays on lore. Yeah. But shout out to lore. Awesome. Love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Escaping the Madhouse and the Only Bly story, too. That's got um, Rich. Uh, who's in it? Yeah. Um, uh, Richie. What the hell's her name? Christina Ricci plays uh, oh. Nellie Bly. He plays like the lead uh, or the head of the uh, insane uh, asylum that she goes to. She has herself committed to. Oh. I mean. So you very, kind of uh, know him better than I do. <laughs> I've never seen anything he's been in. It's, I mean, it's fine. He's hot. You don't need to know much. He's hot. Yeah, he looks that, like a Disney um, prince. That middle one, the one where he's in front of like yeah. the Disney thing. I want him to sing part of your world with me. Yeah. He's, he's attractive. He is. Yeah. Yeah, I want to sing just around the riverbed to him while I'm in a canoe. There you go. Yep. I was try- That was the first Disney song that popped in my head. Oh, okay. I mean, I... Excellent not- choice. I am not Pocahontas, so that's fine. Um, yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. So that's it. Um, Let's move on. Let's move on to um, things that we are reading uh, slash watching um, to recommend. Okay. Um, I do you want me to do you want to go? Yeah, because I have to write something in here. Okay, cool, 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 cool. cool. Um, all right. So I, if you have been listening to the podcast for like any lengthy period of time, especially like season one. Um, the uh kind of like early on we were approached by um like a publisher to um like a a small ish publisher who was expanding in the u.s and uh they were looking for people to um you know read their shit so uh we were introduced to a few different authors that in this way one of which well, two of which we have had on the show, um, and we still follow them quite closely. Um, this one in particular, we did discover through that publisher, um, although we have not met her. Um, her name is Liz Tomford, and she has been lucky enough to have her... Uh, she has a series called the Windy City series. Yes, Windy City series that has been like blowing up on TikTok in particular. Um, I found her with a book called um, Becoming Selfish. Um, And it was a duet. So it was Becoming Selfish and then Staying Selfless. Um, They were very good. Too long, but very good. Um, So I read... Uh, last week, I think I read Mile High, which is the first one in the Windy City series. Um, looking at 
I swear I saw somewhere that this book is like 600 pages long, but looking at it right now, it says print length is 490. So, um, I mean, it's still lengthy, but that's what she said. That's what she said. Uh, but it, it's very good. Like very good. Um, it, if you, so in the first, in that duet, the becoming selfish and staying selfless, you follow um, Eli Madison and his girlfriend, Logan. Um, now, in the second book, you meet and get to know another character named Xanders, who has, like, history with Madison. Um, not great history. And uh, they're kind of like childhood rivals. It's a hockey romance. Um, Xanders went to Ohio State. Shout out. Um, and, uh, they end up becoming really good friends and Madison gets traded to the team that Xanders is on. So then the two of them are playing on the Chicago, I forget the name of the team, but they're, they're playing on the same Chicago hockey team together, uh, for like a few years by the time this book is taking place. Like Madison and Logan are married. They have two kids like, and Xanders is still, live in the party life basically um so if you did read those books like you know who xanders is already um it's it's excellent like truly this this book is very good um xanders has um plenty of growing up to do so does stevie um but she's she's plus size and um it got, it's seriously like I can I don't even know how to describe how good this book is. It's really fucking good. Um, there's one part that I think is really, really beautiful in that um, she is her weight fluctuates a lot, um, and she's standing in front of a mirror in the bathroom or something is like trying to get dressed and is like sobbing because she can't like the clothes that she's trying to put on are just not fitting her and um he like stands in the mirror with her and tells her all of the things he loves about her body and it's just it's very sweet and that um, character's a person of color too correct yeah they both are actually um oh they both are okay xander's or maybe fuck i don't remember which I love. I mean, I just fucking love because like we need more representation. So I love oh, it. for sure. I I can't remember. I thought Xander's is biracial, but now I, I just don't remember. Right. Um, Stevie definitely is. Her dad is black. Her oops, uh, her mom is white. So um, so there's definitely like BIPOC uh, representation there. Um, but man, they're they're good together. Um, there is also like a pretty sweet grand gesture in there. Um, it, it's, it's very sweet. There's dogs. She loves working at a shelter. <laughs> There's like dogs. she, she volunteers at the shelter. It's great. It's, it's great. I, I do recommend it. Um, and I am, I think the second one is about her brother. Uh, oh yes, yes. So um, she has a twin brother who uh, plays basketball for the Chicago 
basketball team, whatever it's called, Devils, I think. So um, that's what the second book is about, and it's called The Right Move, and I will definitely read that. Nice. Yeah. Anywho, what are you reading? Can I take a short little break for two seconds on to like a, a tangent yep. and just say that last weekend I spent fucking time with puppies, speaking of dogs, <laughs> and I got puppy kisses and they smelled like puppies, like baby puppy, baby dogs smell like, it's like babies, human babies and dog babies have a smell. They sure do. And they're like for baby dogs have a, like a downy, downy feel to their fur and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was the best. And I also um, totally Rickrolled uh, um, my friends and made them think that I was getting a dog. Oh, yeah, you sure <laughs> did. I did. And so they were like, do you need help? We were like, like did once... you get a fucking, did you get third dog? <laughs> you both, you both did it because we yeah. said the same thing. She's we like, were like, what the I fuck? I was screaming at my fucking screen. Did she text you? It was like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> I was surprised. <laughs> we both texted you and we were like, what did you do? <laughs> um, because I made it sound like that I was bringing a dog home. But Baxter, mm-hmm. or as I've been calling him, Meredith Baxter Bernie, um, oh. was, um, yeah, uh, MBB, is uh, safe, you know, safely esconded in my sister's house. But I, yeah, I got to spend time with puppies. It was amazing speaking of baby dogs. Yeah, um, he's, he's cute. Oh, I call him dog, dog I call him puppy doorstop. Because um, every time she sees a picture, he's like laying on his side by a door. I'm like, is he just a doorstop? He's is just that what a doorstop. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's an expensive oh doorstop. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I unfortunately, my assholes were more expensive. But anyhow, um, that's a story for another day. But she was like, you can take one. You like, we can just get some paperwork. And then I literally got home. And so we drove very far to get this dog. I rode along with her. Um, I took a CBD on the way there and I took a CBD on the way home. Um, and uh, I, I kicked myself for not getting that fucking because there was one called Hank that I fucking wanted. And all the way home, I was like, God damn it, I should have got that fucking puppy. And then I got home and she let the puppy out in the front yard to go potty. And I let Bucky Barnes into the backyard and he's fucking screaming and i said no no i made i made the right decision yep you made the right decision don't get another one it's too it's just too difficult no nope don't, just don't do it don't do it anyhow do so it. so anyhow books real quick um both our enemies to lovers um in our book recommendation thread that we have i recommended one of these which is play for me if you love um uh, if you pina coladas and um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and caught in the rain. Yep. Um, now, if you love Major League Baseball and classical music, you will love this book. Um, it takes place on a um, uh, a private school, high school um, campus where, with teachers. So it's not any students are involved. Thank I mean, they're God. involved, but not like, you know, romantically. Um, and then, I mean, there are two students who are, are involved romantically. And it's super cute, but that, don't worry about that. Anyhow, uh, I would recommend it. It is, it is closed door um, sex scene. Uh, it's like lead up. It's like that. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, that uh, p- uh, practice makes perfect sort of sex scene where you get the lead up and then the piece of resistance is behind the door. Um, and then the other one is bittersweet, which is, oh, so play for me is a slow burn, real slow burn. Um, bittersweet is 
not as slow of a burn, but this is serious enemies to lovers. Like, everybody in this town fucking hates this woman because her father was an asshole, so everyone hates her. Cool. Um, okay. You will hate everybody in this book. Cool. Um, even the hero. And until a certain point where i mean like uh but she's a she left you know left town she was only living with her father for like a few months and they pretty much drove her out of town oh nice um she went and became a fucking movie star oh okay there you go so she comes home to pretty much uh take care because her father is dead so she's there to close up the house, get it ready to sell, and then just be done with this town and everybody. Just burn it to the ground. Who cares? Pretty much. Um, but the boy that she fell in love with so many, many years ago still lives next door. And um, things happen that are really scary. Um, but he ends up being a real good dude. Like, But it is the first... Uh, first couple of chapters at least they I mean rightly so she hates him and she has all the fucking right you know she's right right to do it um, and you will hate his father for a good half of this book You will his hate father? his father his okay. father for half of this book only half? Um, yeah because when he turns around he turns around like um, I'm gonna I'm, I don't want to I, I want to tell everybody because I think like I went into it thinking, oh Jesus Christ, am I gonna fucking want everyone dead by the end of this? <laughs> His whole family, father included, uh, protect her, mm. and it's awesome. It's so awesome when they finally do like they all come to like this isn't they make connections that you know the sins of the father do not like bleed down to the to the daughter yeah and when they all start get that in their head it's like it's you know rank and file they'll start to like close ranks together and protect her and it's awesome so i and there's uh, I'm, i have the second one is um she's, she's gonna be releasing it next month so oh cool anyhow yeah that's it's by carrie aarons so the other one's by libby hoobsher hoobsher <laughs> anyhow yep. wow those two books are coming out very quickly one after the other Mm-hmm. Damn. Yep. What's it like to have time to write? Fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> to do things. To things. What's that you like? Full time job. Get down. Fun. Coolio. Love that. Ooh, the next one is marriage and convenience. How did yes. you find her? Was this romance IO? Yeah. Nice. Yep, yep. Yeah, I'm going through the enemies to lovers. Yeah. Perfect. It's great. Find some good shit. Uh, what you been watching? So listening I, to or whatever. Yeah, I found this awesome fucking. She and the, she rightly so calls herself a documentarian. Um, on uh YouTube, uh, her name's Swoop. She has the fucking aw- most awesome goddamn wig. She's also gorgeous, but she has made some really good like, um, in depth documentaries about. Oh like, my god. TikTok fucking culture and YouTube culture and these like influencers that are goddamn garbage. Like she has a huge, she has two parts on Colleen Ballinger and holy shit. If you guys want to get into that garbage, someone hit me up. Cause I, I want to talk about it so bad. Someone talk, talk someone 
you know, me- message our message board or sorry, our fucking social media because I want to talk about it. Um, but then she's also got ones on like, like the the crazy, you know, uh, grifters that are part of like the religious right, and it's awesome. She's great. Um, she's got this whole thing. She calls it Petty University. Like, yeah, I see. I um, clicked on the link to like that you have in our description or whatever and i opened it up and immediately was like auditorily assaulted by the first video that's why i yelled it was like oh my god because it was so fucking loud oh wait you want it you want this video right now okay i i don't i don't i even love her merch it's all it's all petty university she's like i want to go to petty university and it's always like bitch you were talking about like somebody else and you look like this whatever um but she's awesome. Um, Love that. Her yeah, wig yeah. is incredible. She's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. She's a beautiful. She did one on, again, this will be the third episode I bring up Shane Dawson, but she did <laughs> one on Shane Dawson at Halloween where she's like, I'm going to dress up. I'm going to do my makeup. Like how I feel about Shane Dawson. And oh it was the, the clown emoji. Oh. So she did her makeup in the, sh- in the clown. It was great. It was great. Anyhow, that's why. Nice. Love it. Um, I love yours. I have been um, going through movies that made us on Netflix. Um, Today I was trying to finish the Halloween one. And then um, little Veronica like came up from the basement where she had been playing video games with Mm -hmm. my husband. And I was like frantically trying to like hit stop on it. Because it was (laughs) like (laughs) a gory part. And I was like, God damn it. Um, so anyway, I've been trying to get through those. Uh, so good. That shit's fascinating. I love like behind the scenes stuff in general. Um, but like, if you've not seen any of those, like even if you just go the go and watch the ones that are movies movies you love, totally worth it. There's one on Home Alone. Um, there's Elf. I haven't gotten to that one yet. Oh, um, you haven't? Oh. No, there's so uh, one on. Like I said, I was just watching the Halloween one. There's one on Dirty Dancing. Um, Robocop. Yeah, I have also have not gotten to that one yet. Um, what was the other one? Oh, Ghostbusters, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's very good. Ten out of ten recommend. It's 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 fascinating. Fascinating. I should give you, should give you my shutter so you can watch that Cursed Films one. <laughs> I think you'd like that one. That one's a mess. That one is just. Especially when you find out what fucking happened on the Twilight Zone, in the movie. Holy shit. People died. I don't know that I People need to see to, that. Nope. Uh, nope. Nope. Everybody, nope, nope, nope. everybody in America who has seen Twilight Zone the movie have seen a decapitation on camera. I am good. Because they left it in the fucking movie. Yep. No thanks. Good you. shot. Might as well leave it on. I mean, that's what you're asking for a fucking haunting man. You're getting haunted. I do well, not I mean, want it. John Landis's career is pretty much haunted. So, anyhoozles, um, I would say people just look at our fucking show information and find all of our places so we can find us. The uh, only thing we, I want to say that we're on Threads now. Yeah, I was just gonna say we should add yeah. that. I guess. I mean, it's, but I think it's the same as Instagram, isn't it? It Didn't is. Didn't you yes. just do it? Okay, here's what I'm gonna do: Instagram and Threads. Done. There you go. But I mean, I don't think we need to read them all out. I mean, we're we're quickly phasing out our Twitter. We don't fucking care. 
We don't. And neither should it. anybody. Um, I actually really like Threads. I like it a lot. Honestly, yeah. being on it, I do. I think it's um, it's very much like the only thing I it, it doesn't have is the for you page. But honestly, I don't fucking care. Okay. If you're if you're following the people you want for news, like we're following the Washington Post, then I don't fucking care. Like I don't, I don't need whatever you think that I need to know about the fucking news. I'm good. I don't need your whatever's going to sneak into my for you page what happened on Twitter. I'm like, I don't need to know what Elon Musk thinks about all this goddamn bar. I know every time I see like a, and I guess we could just unsubscribe from them or change our settings or whatever. But like every time I see that we have an email from Twitter, I just delete it. I'm like, fuck that. I don't care. I don't care what someone said about something. I don't care. Especially with the, the emails that we get. Cause I'm like, yeah, what we do why not, did we even we get this at one point him. you texted me and you were like do we follow like this person ben Shapiro. and i was like no like why would we do that no i, I don't want to follow the high voice bitch no thank you i'm good oh thank you anyhow so just follow us on different things what do we follow so next up is um whiskey chaser correct uh yeah yes, yes whiskey chaser and then we're gonna have a page of screen after that is that like that soon yes oh my gosh august it comes out august 11th yeah so um we have gotten the trailer i i would like to talk about the trailer for a couple seconds that would be awesome so we got the trailer for red white and royal blue and i have to say like we still laugh about our episode because (laughs) we laugh about how fucking veronica came for me on that episode (laughs) really did i'm so sorry i I didn't think it it was as funny as boyfriend material and she was offended and the thing is (laughs) looking back on it i don't know why like what was wrong you were joking i think i think i was joking and also had a lot to drink flabbergasted yeah i sat there and i was like i don't know what's happening i feel i feel threatened right now um so I that I find this trailer so fucking enjoyable. It makes me laugh so hard because I loved this trailer. Yeah, the trailer's really good. It's like ugh, what you wanted from the book, but like so I think maybe that's what it is. It's like now you see these characters in full form and you're like like f- you know fully realized and you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, okay, this makes complete sense." Like I don't know how I feel about like husband material or like boyfriend material when they make a movie out of it but this makes me makes me happy so yeah we are going to watch because it comes on streaming all of your face uh on <laughs> august 11th Jeez. so surprise surprise you haven't you haven't heard from lee in a while you have, have not you? you have not heard from lee in a while so we have two things up in the air right now we haven't decided what we're going to do we're either going to do a commentary where we watch the movie and talk about it as we're going along or we watch it then we talk about it but it's going to be a video so you guys have to go to our fucking YouTube so suck it bitches like and subscribe (laughs) (laughs) and at some point soon one of us will have our books that made us also up there too at some point I mean I know you are very busy I'm a a mess Um, I also have to do the next uh, episode of spark notes um <laughs> so look for those um so they will be a video it'll be on our youtube so you can just see our beautiful faces you sure will okay. um, um but that's coming up after whiskey chaser and then after that we don't know right now yeah we don't know 
Uh, we fly by the seat of our pants sometimes. Um, yeah, yeah we, don't, we don't have a plan after that. Um, no, but you know what? We'll, we'll figure it out by the time we record next time. Yeah, maybe watch some more True Blood. Who knows? Fucking whatever. Kidding, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do um, that. Yeah. Mm-mm. We're not going to do that. There's a couple things I know we're not going to do. One is watch that second season of Driven. And, um, <laughs> I think they're on like the third season now. Oh, are they? Great. I cannot. Um, I will not. One be. thing I'm not. I'm not subscribed to anymore is Passion Flicks because no, thank you. I'm. I'm. I'm not interested in any of that. Any more I'm of not, Driven. I'm the not thing is, in you and I have. Flicks. Yeah, you and I have discussed um, Kay Bromberg's like oeuvre because Driven was the first book that I read from her. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think Kay Bromberg is for me. And then I had like a sports anthology, basically. And I read um, The Player. And I was like, this is really good. Like, I I had a hard time believing that they were written by the same person. Oh, do we want to talk about V. Keelan's uh, The Baller for a few seconds? Okay, so I read that this week. You had, I think you had brought this up, and I don't remember if it was on the air or not. No, I didn't bring it up in the air. No, okay, so... Because I was furious about it. <laughs> so Fucking furious! That was another book. I almost, like, wrote it down on our sheet or whatever. Um, but this... I forget... I think it was, I was just in a sports romance kind of mood. Um, and I have this anthology called Final Score. And there is um, V. Keeland, Natasha Madison, Sawyer Bennett, Monica Murphy, and Isla Madden Mills. Um, and I, I, the thing that I love about anthologies is that you often get to experience new authors, like new to you authors, you know. Right. Um, and you, it might be like an anthology that costs you $5 and there's like seven to ten books in it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I read the description of this first book and I was like, oh, V. Keelan, cool. And then I was looking through like the chapter titles and like halfway through the book, the chapter titles switched to like a third person. Uh-huh. And I was like, what? And then I remembered that you had brought this up to me and I was like, hey, remember that book that you said like switched to a third POV like halfway through the book and you were furious about it was that v keeland and you were like yes and i was like what's up the baller and you were like <laughs> yes! the nuclear in 60 seconds just fucking rage um I, the thing is overall i did like the book i love him i love the hero yes. so much he's so great he makes some stupid shit he makes some stupid decisions yeah he does but he like he's in it to win it from fucking page one it's similar to ganon in how like he there's a moment where he realizes the delivery (laughs) isn't that the one isn't she thinks he's the pizza delivery man isn't that isn't that this one uh i don't think so because she's taken over because it's yeah because it's her dad's her isn't it oh no 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 that's a different one that's a fucking different one Oh shit, that's right. That's a different one. She thinks okay, so there's another one. I think it might be the one before or after. It's the same universe where the owner is like bequeath the fucking um football team. Oh. From her father that she never knew was her father. Oh. No, this and she, in okay. this one, she knows her dad is a former quarterback. 
Oh, okay. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. Brody was his name. So the thing is, like, Brody at one point, like, he makes this realization of why, like, there's a third act breakup, and similarly to. Mr. Fixer Upper, I was frustrated by the heroine's decision making during that yeah. period of time. Yeah. And uh, then Brody is like, he he makes this realization of why she can't get past this mental hurdle with him. Yeah. And he says to her, like, I thought it was, I thought it was my fault. I thought I needed a change. But it's not like I've done the work that I need to do. This is this is on you now. And that's yeah. okay. And you take your time. And I'll be here. When he sees her at the, the game. Yeah. 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 It's so good. It's it's good. But the third person. But that third point of view, I was like, this there. didn't need to be like this. I mean, and honestly, again, I, I hope V, I love you. I ho- just you don't need to make everything sad. You don't need to have a twist. <laughs> you don't need to go the Nicholas Sparks sad porn, Colleen Hoover sad porn bullshit. Like, you don't need it. Like, you've got wonderful characters. Like, I honestly like the ones that don't have the fucking, like, I mean, her new book, the person has fucking cancer. Like, Jesus goddamn Christ, people. Why do like, we, we have don't to do this? need this. Like, we go to escape. I'm going to escape. Right. I don't need this. Right. She's a beautiful writer. I don't I don't need all this goddamn bullshit. Right. Anyhow. Heavy. Yeah, I just, he ain't, he ain't the, my brother. Uh, the thing is like I I still liked the book, but that part of it, like having the third point of view, like if we would have just stuck to the two and have this character come back, then fine. But like, I don't know, because like to him, that's like getting over the last of his mental hurdles. That's that's bringing peace and closure to a portion of his life. Well, I think I told you about the one where like I was reading and then I stopped because I was like, there's got to be a fucking twist here somewhere. Like, it was, all the signs were there, and then I found the fucking, like, spoiler, it was like, yeah, he was married before, his wife is dead because she drowned her, the ki- their kids. Nope, I'm not And killed herself. That. I was like, I am done. I me, am not me, reading I that. I love you. Wh- bring me back the rivals. I love the rivals. There was a little bit of angst, but not this fucking level of goddamn angst. This is crazy. I can't read that. Rivals, remember how they were having fucking sex on the, on the, on the dryer and that was hot because it was like a vibrator for her. Remember that? That was great. Can we go back to that? Please. Thank you. Yeah. I I can't read that. I'll cry. And maybe need to make some additional therapy appointments. I don't want to read that. No. No. I mean, we all know I'm a fucking whopping willow, so. Right. But still, I I mean, I just can't. I cannot. Okay. Anyhow. Okay. How do we end this goddamn thing? Oh, my God. In the most obnoxious way possible. <gasps> Bye. Bye.